Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce Kelly is back. Here we go. Will we even remember how to do a podcast? <laughs> I don't even remember how to breathe. Yeah. Huh. Welcome oh my back. God, I can't breathe. You were away for a week and a half. Oh, yeah. Traveled the globe, I did. Did you? And by globe, do you have a couch with globes all over it? Is that <laughs> that globe pattern couch from the 1970s? It's the rug on the floor of my living room. Yeah. Is what that is. I didn't go anywhere. I no. didn't do anything. I was in Calgary for 10 seconds, and then I was back here, and that was it. Yeah. And it was like I didn't have a lot of options of weeks I could take off I know. Right it's, now? It's it's hard. We we. It's hard to book time off here. It is. It's a little tricky. You have to, because certain people have to be around at certain, like, it, it's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. And so that, I had a very short window, and it ended up being maybe the worst <laughs> week in history to have, just because there was so little going on in the world. No hockey, Even, no football. Like, there were no, no concerts touring. I'm like, is there somewhere I can go to see a show? And there's nothing going on. Yeah. It was an absolute dead zone of entertainment. So, Oof. oh, doggies. I just stayed home and, uh, periodically worked on my 3,000-piece Where's Waldo puzzle. Which, you have not way, found Waldo yet, though, right? No, I did find Mrs. Waldo. And the question that everybody wanted to know when you discussed this on the radio yeah. this morning, is she hot? Oh, yeah. I well, I was, my hand was trebling putting that piece in. <laughs> Mrs. I didn't know there was a Mrs. Waldo. She looks exactly like him, right? She does, yeah. Uh, a little more feminine, longer hair. Yeah, but the same glasses and everything. Oh, yeah. And the look in her eyes, boy. Yeah. I could not, I couldn't hang out with Waldo. I just couldn't. You know, everybody's got that one person in their circle who, I don't know, you're walking through an airport together. There's a group of you or you're walking through a mall. And then that one person, they just disappear into stores and they don't tell anyone. And then it's like a few minutes later, you're like, oh, where did Waldo go? And then you got to go looking for him. Everybody's got a Waldo in their circle. And listen up, Waldos. Nobody enjoys that. That's a form of narcissism, actually. That's what that is. Wow. That's you are above everybody else. I will make everybody come look for me. Wow. I thought you were just going to talk about him wearing horizontal stripes. Well, no, nobody can pull that off. But But, wow, that went a lot deeper. Yeah. So stop being a Waldo. If you are the Waldo in your social circle, nobody finds it. See, and you laugh about it when people point it out. It's not charming. It's it's a terrible personality trait. Also, Waldo has a very punchable face. Yeah, he kind of does. Those he, glasses are just begging for a... Yeah, Waldo's asking for it. Yeah. Yeah, knuckle sandwich, that is. Wow. So that's basically... It took a weird turn. 
Very violent. Uh, that's pretty much how I spent the last week and a half. Yeah, just so. sitting at your live edge dining room table. Yeah. Working on you. Now you've got a side puzzling table. We've discussed that before. Yeah. I almost a, a don't sorting need a table, a pre production table. Like I've put a pretty good dent in this puzzle. Okay. I feel like I'm a few good days away from it being done. Uh, the one thing you did, so you asked me this morning, have you watched The Greatest Night in Pop? It's weird. I watched that uh, a couple days before. I forgot the Grammys were even happening, but yeah. I watched that just a, a night or two before the Grammys, and then Lionel Richie uh, presented on the Grammys at the Grammys, which is kind of neat. But uh, so it, it's on Netflix, and I did yeah. watch it as well. And you and I come from different generations. That song was massive. We are the oh, world. Yeah. It's the story of how they made "We Are the World." That song. Yeah, the cherries. That was eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. Yeah, and. I was perhaps working in radio, and it's like I'd play that song every 15 minutes, it felt like. We are the world. It is a bad song. It's, hey, it's... I get why they did it. I get what I it was know. for. And it's cool that they, they brought in the biggest musicians in the world at that time to all sing on that song, which is crazy. It's bonkers, and I've never, ever stopped to think, how did they get all those people in the same room at the same time? And that's what this documentary tells the story of it's 90 minutes long well you can skip the last four minutes because all they do is play the song (laughs) the song the words are really bad yeah but uh no it is an interesting story and like who they pulled in and i would have just assumed that they recorded everyone's parts separately nope but no it's 1985 it didn't really work that way and they decided to pull all the musicians in at the same time into the studio in la that was only big enough that only the musicians could be there, even their handlers, their assistants, yeah. their family members. No one else was there except these musicians. A&M Records. And, uh, and so it's Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, who was probably maybe the biggest at that time. Yeah. Him and Michael. Well, no, at that time, you have to remember, Springsteen would have been the gat. Springsteen like, was huge. He Dancing in the Dark. That album, Born in the USA, he was touring that album at the time. And there was no bigger star in the world than Michael Jackson and Bruce Springsteen. Those guys were massive. Yeah. And like Lionel Richie hosted an award show that night. The American Music Awards. And after the award show, they all met in secret. They had to keep the location secret. Yeah. So no one would find out where they were recording it. Everyone shows up, records this song. Someone's hammered, drunk, and ruining takes. Al Jarreau. And then they got to the part where everyone had to sing their own little uh, solo part. Only a handful of people were chosen for solos, and that's where egos got bruised. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And then it was cool to see how they worked that out and how they had to sing it, and it was more difficult than it would seem. I was really, like, I got, I don't know what's happening to me lately. It's my age, I think. Like, I've just, I've been getting super nostalgic about things that I hated back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like again, the the purpose of we are the world. I get that completely. Yeah. And I always did understand that, but I didn't care for the song. I thought the song was kind of cheese ball. But when I was on the treadmill watching this yesterday, I was uh I don't know. Somebody was cutting onions a little bit. Like Ooh. not no, it's not like a full-on uh onion cut. But I was getting a little emotional about it. And then you realize, I never really paid attention before, how good is Huey Lewis's voice? Like, he has a solo line in that song that he just hammered, and he's so bloody likable. 
he just pounded that line out, and you're like, oh, Huey, go. Yeah, no, he did sound really good. And the other guy was the singer from uh, Journey. Steve Perry, who, yeah, what a story. All of a sudden, they kind of, they're going around the room, and everyone's <laughs> singing their parts, and they get to him, and everyone went, Whoa. what? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Perry is one of the, that's another documentary I'd like to see. I'd like to see the Meg White documentary. Where did she go? What is she doing? I want to see what happened to Steve Perry. He's still very much alive and maybe one of the greatest rock singers of all time. That early journey stuff from the early 80s and that, he like he's got a range that most people don't have. And yeah. then he just walked away from it all. It was really impressive that, and they didn't dwell on it too much, but yeah. like it, it clearly stood out. And how much fun did it look like Bob Dylan was having? That was the best part. That's what I remembered. Like oh. I didn't remember the song all that much, or you know about the famine in Africa, yeah, yeah. part of it. But I remember just the memes of Bob Dylan because he looks like the most miserable human being on earth. He does being there, yeah. And he's just like they said, he does not operate this way. He normally has next to nobody around, yeah. And, it, and instead, he's in a room with. 40 people. 40 people, all loud, hey, look at me people. Yeah. And he looked miserable. Absolutely miserable. <laughs> but but his his line, like his solo line in that song is a standout. They had to like clear the room yeah. so he could do it without everyone being in his grill. And, and then, then they got, got Ray better. Charles to mimic Bob Dylan's voice to him. Stevie Wonder. Uh, Steve, uh, yeah, uh, Stevie Wonder. We are the world. Yeah. Like it was Stevie Wonder doing that so Bob Dylan could hear what he was supposed to sound like. Have we spoiled too much? It's pretty good. We and, should stop talking about it. And Springsteen is a guy that I don't get. No. I don't enjoy his music at all. But his part in that song, it does sound pretty good. Oh, yeah. It works. It it's exactly does. what it needed. So, yeah. The Greatest Night in Pop, you can find it on Netflix. They need your help, that Netflix. Yeah. Please don't let Netflix go under. Yeah. Get the biggest, most expensive subscription. Please. Please. For the love of streaming. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. We are the world. We are the children. That's what he sounds like in that song, but it, it's, it's what you would expect. And the look on his face is the look I have when someone tells me they got their oil changed somewhere other than Lube City. Oh, yeah, just frown <laughs> town. That's good stuff, Bryce. He looks so mad. He just looks miserable. <laughs> I think he's might be just socially awkward. I think he is. And then, you know, you ought, when you see his, he's not enjoying being in a crowd. No, I knew, I, re I realized it immediately. He's an introvert in yeah. a room full of extroverts. Exactly. And time is crawling. Yeah. So anyway, back to, uh, <laughs> don't, don't go to one of those other places. Yeah. Don't make Bob Dylan upset. No. Lube City, Greg and all of his people. Ah, they're just good people. Uh, they'd get together in the middle of the night for free and volunteer to sing an anthem. I know they would, all those employees. And I want to hear it. Yeah. They've got 27 Alberta locations. Find the one near you at lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Quincy Jones in that documentary, the guy who produced the whole yeah. thing. The, uh, him telling a room full of super, superstars to, hey, 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 quiet down. Power move? I think so. And the fact that he had to wrangle that whole room for... Like eight or nine hours. Eight or nine hours. Like, it was all night they were there recording that song. And, and they just looked sweaty. People are smoking 
You couldn't <sighs> do that anymore. I did th- notice Quincy Jones in there and yeah. the power he had over everyone. Do you think he found the power intoxicating? Probably did. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're talking about, um, I don't know, celebrating your power. Every now and again, you're in a position of power. Do you use your power for the purposes of good or evil? Have you ever been intoxicated by the power? Drunk with power? Somebody said, I work in a big box store. Sometimes I get to drive the forklift through the store while a co-worker walks in front of me carrying a safety flag. Otherwise, I'm powerless in my life. I live for those moments, Nelson. As you should, Nelson. At least you're not the guy walking in front of the forklift with the flag. I don't know how I feel. I've seen this before. I don't know how I feel about the flag guy. How come he got chosen to carry the flag and he's not driving the forklift? How does that work? What is the hierarchy? I need to know. We were discussing too, uh, somebody had texted and I don't know if you heard this one. It said, I once got to fly to Fort McMurray on a private jet with two of my coworkers. We took pictures uh, of me and my coworkers. One of them posted them, but he was immediately told by the manager to take them down. That was from Brad. The one time you got to fly in a private jet and the boss won't let you post the pictures. This one says, little off topic, but it's about private jets. My sister is a flight nurse in Ontario. Last year, she was paid to look after patients while being transported on a private medical jet. She did something like 80 different destinations all over the world last year. Woo! That'd be very stressful work, though. Flight nurse? I don't know. I don't think that's just you kicking back in one of those leather recliners with a sleep mask on. You probably have to be fairly alert, I'm guessing. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ever been able to throw your elbows around and tell people what to do? I did. One of my very first jobs, I was a referee for lacrosse games. What? Yeah, I mean, this is when I was in high school and I was yeah. refereeing guys slightly younger than me. Yeah. Felt like a big man hmm. throwing kids out of games for hitting from behind. Wow. Having their parents scream at you. It was really, it's, it's great being a as ref. A, as a teenager, yeah, especially when you have other people's parents yelling at you. It's amazing. Oh, that's why I quit playing hockey in grade 12. Couldn't <laughs> take it any. The NHL was robbed of this talent because I couldn't handle parents yelling at me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to believe they can't recruit refs now. I know. You know? Uh, we were just talking about you know people who get drunk with power. Power is sometimes intoxicating. If you have some power, do you use it for the purposes of good or evil? I don't know where I, how I feel about this one right here. I was in a beer gardens at a small town music festival. I found a box of reflective vests. I decided to put one on. I walked around asking young-looking people for ID and kicked a few out. I felt very drunk with power that night. Ooh. Now, drunk I don't know whether <laughs> I don't know whether to applaud this behavior, behavior or or scold you for kicking underage drinkers out. I mean, either way, it was a bold and a powerful move. But I don't know which side. I I don't know. So, I don't think you should have kicked the underage people out. Yeah, I know that one is a bit tough because there is a bit of narc behavior happening there. Exactly. But also underage drinking. Tisk tisk. How dare you? Oh, this one. Oh, this. I don't know if this is a fantasy for me or not. And I don't know what I would do if I was in this position. 
Drunk with power. I once helped a police officer hold a guy down while he was being cuffed. This cop had stopped a bank robbery in progress as this guy was fleeing. He didn't even have time to radio it in or ask for backup. I'm not a big guy either, but I was the only person within 50 feet, so I sprang into action. I felt pretty powerful, but only until backup arrived and I was asked to step aside. So I'm guessing no medal at City Hall? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Helping with an arrest? Yeah. I would be in, I would be drunk on that for quite some time. Oh, yeah. I'd probably go back into the bank and ask if there's video of it so I could have it and put it on my social media. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's not very often that the majority of us ever get to feel powerful. And sometimes you just, you're just given this opportunity and it's exhilarating. It's, that's why they say, you know, power, it can be intoxicating. Drunk on power. This person says, hey, sometimes it's just the little things too. I got to pull the fire alarm at work once because there was smoke coming out of the boiler room. Felt pretty powerful. Uh, I have never pulled a fire alarm in my life. I bet you that is pretty powerful feeling. Uh, somebody else drunk with power. I work in insurance, and if you lie to me when I'm quoting you, or you yell at me over your rates when you have multiple tickets and at-fault claims, I will either quote you so high that you will never place business with me, because chances are you're just going to get a claim, or I will flat out tell you I didn't get those tickets and claims, and if you can't treat me with respect, you can find insurance elsewhere. You know what? I'm a big fan of the customer isn't always right. I'm a huge fan of that. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I laughed out loud at this one. I was at the car wash. I was wearing my orange work jacket. I walked over to get some change. On the way back, someone mistook me for a car wash employee and screamed at me, There's no soap! I looked at them in the eye and I said, Shut up. And walked away. <laughs> wow. That's the dream. I love the, just the shot. Of, like most people, I would have probably gone directly to an F-bomb, but there's just something about the shut up that wow. that's even more powerful than an F-bomb. You know, they invented a few years ago, rage rooms where you go uh-huh. inside and you just smash a bunch of stuff. Yeah. They should do something similar to a rage room where you get to just say all the things to another human being that you've never had the stones to say in real life, including just looking someone in the eyes and saying, shut up when they're asking you for something. (laughs) Doing that (laughs) as they mistake you as an employee for the car wash, chef's kiss. There is just just something about shut up that I find funny because it would be, it's so dismissive. Like when you tell somebody F off or whatever, it's kind of, I don't know, it's super aggressive. But when you tell somebody to shut up, it's like you're you're telling them what they have to say is not important. Yeah. I just, I love that one so much. You are ending the conversation with a yes. shut up. <laughs> and then to just walk away. That other person is just neutered, sitting there with no soap to wash their car uh-huh. like an idiot. Oh, this one's good too. This oh. one ranks right up there with the... Uh, The person who told Gretzky, hey, you can't stand there, and then gently pushed him out of the way. 
This one. I once kicked Cheryl Crow out of my bar because she tried to bring her baby in. I said, Ooh. sorry, Cheryl Crow, no minors. <laughs> Felt Ooh. like a big man. And we wrote back, where was this? Sherlock's downtown. And they said, if Cheryl Crow's listening, minors are now allowed in. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's good news. <laughs> I didn't know Cheryl Crow had kids. Neither did I. Oh. Um, I'm not really up on my Cheryl Crow trivia, though, either. The fact that you used her name while kicking her out of the bar. I'm sorry, Cheryl Crow. First and last name. Uh, That's rock solid. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This text just came in. This is actually uh, a fantasy of mine, perhaps a rage fantasy. But it says, ah, yes, the feeling of power. I've had that feeling multiple times. I speak a few different languages, and being able to surprise those people by being able to speak their language has always been an awesome feeling. That's the fantasy part for me, though, is I bust someone talking smack about me because they don't think I can understand them. That's a rage fantasy, right? I think it is. Uh, Holy crap, look at all these. Here's somebody else who got to pull the... Was sent to pull the fire alarm at work. Oh, I never got to do that. One day, maybe. Uh, Karina says, Back in the early 90s, when we still had to show up at Ticketmaster to buy concert tickets, I was chosen to draw the number that would start the lineup order to purchase Garth Brooks tickets. I was just a kid, but I could feel the pressure that kind of power had over all the hopeful adults in the crowd. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Mike says, I've never experienced power, but I work with my former best friend. We were connected at the hip and didn't do anything but laugh when we were together, right up until she was promoted above me. She power tripped hard and became someone I didn't recognize, not to mention the large knife she stuck into my back. We still work together, but haven't spoken to each other in over a year. As well, we can't be in the same room together, Mike. Uh, what's going on, Mike? What happened to your friend? You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Um, so I have a story about when I felt most powerful. A story about when you felt most powerful. Yeah, it doesn't happen every day, does it? No, it does not. And I don't know if it'll ever happen again. Um, so 17th Street area in Edmonton, I was on my way to work. And... It was in the evening, and it was dark out and stuff, but still okay enough to see. Um, I believe it was the sport check. These people fled out of there. They had all these jackets in hand and jumped in this truck and sped off. And I'm, I stopped because, you know, they came rushing out of the store. The car in front stopped. Um, it was very weird the way they peeled out. So I was like, I should grab a plate. Luckily, they're from, like, another province where they had a plate on the front of the truck. So I, I got that number, and I parked, and I went into sport check, and I said, did you guys just get robbed? And they're like, yes. And I said, I have a plate number. Ooh, so were they able to track down the perps? I'm not sure, because I didn't follow up. I wish I did. But, I mean, I got a full, clear plate number. Wow. And uh, where it was from, I can't remember if it was like Manitoba or Saskatchewan or whatever. But and I even had a slight description of the truck. Like it all happened so fast. 
So the important thing was I grabbed that plate number. Yeah. So I really hope that something came of it because the plates could have been stolen. But it was powerful to go in there and was like, I just saw you got robbed. Here's the plate for the police. Uh, okay, this is good. I like this. Did you get, uh, were you presented with a medal from the police chief and the mayor? No. Oh. Okay, we I'm not, all, no, no, I'm not we trying to We were all in shock, so I don't, they didn't even ask me my name or anything. Like, we were just all kind of shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to downplay your heroics. I was just trying to find out whether, you know, you were rewarded for being an upright upstanding citizen no but i kind of wish that i had some kind of recognition but well guess what i know what i did hang on a second the uh, mayor and the chief of police are coming into the studio right now what is your name oh my gosh ayla ayla we are hanging a medal of bravery and power around your neck as we speak Wear that proudly wherever you go, and you'll receive steep, steep discounts at local merchants like uh, Fuddruckers, Target, Heritage Mall. Thank you for your service to this community, Ayla. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just texted and said, good morning, gents. Welcome back to the new and refreshed Bryce Kelly. Mm. I'm just wondering if Bryce finished any puzzles while he was gone or perfected any slow cooker recipes while he was away. Did you do either of those things? No and no. No puzzles? I'm still working on one, man. Don't rush me. Uh, what about the slow cooker recipes? Anything going on there? Zero. I didn't cook a single meal the whole time. Wow. What did you do? Like a lot of skip? Yeah, pick stuff up. Skip the dishes. Their fees? Forget it. What are you paying now? Skip the dishes is good for at least like an extra $7. 7 really? to $10 on top of everything. Well, I, I was talking... Um, I don't do food delivery service. I just don't. I've never, like I've talked about before, when I want to eat that kind of food, it's usually because I want to get out of the house. I need to go somewhere. So I always go get it myself. But I was talking to Taylor the other day and I asked him, are you doing food delivery? And he's like, yeah, sometimes I forget my lunch here. And what did he say? Like you order a fast food burger and fries or something and it's like 30 some dollars it's stupid by the time it lands on your desk it's stupid and i was in a place picking up my food the other day and a skip driver came in and he just had a grocery store reusable bag (laughs) he's not even trying he's not even in the bag that would keep the food warm (sighs) and that and you're paying all those fees for him to stick it in a safeway bag gross get out of here (sighs) Do you think those guys are drunk with power when they get there? See, sometimes you go to a restaurant now, they have their own entrance. Oh, yeah, and they barge right in. Yeah. You can be in the middle of ordering, and they will step right in front of you. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, uh, I ordered two blizzards last night. $30. (laughs) Best ice cream ever. Yeah, a blizzard is a fine, fine, tasty treat. A frozen tea, treat? I love that. But. Yeah. No, 30 bones for two? Like, th- this is where it's getting out of control. Yeah, that's nuts. And it's just so easy to hit. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay, next, next, next. That you don't even really think about it. And then you get your food, you're underwhelmed by it. And then you realize how much you actually Yeah, you look at your it. credit card statement. Oh. Oh, man. I should have got off my couch. 
I should have put on my going out sweats and went and picked that up myself. Like, it's nice to just swing open your door and have the food sitting right there. Yeah. Like, that's a nice feeling. Is but... it still no interaction with the driver? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta like that, huh? Like, that part's sweet, but the fees. Forget do it. they at least ring the doorbell, or do you just have to know your food's out there? No, you get a text. Oh, right, okay. Being like, your food has arrived. I actually get mad if they ring the doorbell because it upsets my dog. Uh, you know what? Okay, let's continue discussing this. I um, I had to buy two batteries for um, a, a key fob for a car. Right. So, like, they're the size of maybe... Like a watch battery. A dime. They're, and I had to have to... This one, this key fob takes two batteries. I couldn't find these batteries anywhere. I'm driving from place to place. They didn't have them. I found one spot. They did have them, but one of the batteries was $18.99. Just one. Of one. Them? Just one. And I'm like, no, this is dumb. So I opened Amazon on my phone and I ordered two batteries for $9 or something like that. And they're Energizer batteries. Like they're brand name batteries. And they arrived the next day in a box the size of a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? It's nuts. The, the, your options are either buy it in person for twice the cost. Uh-huh. Or, or get, get a, a shoebox. Or get it shipped in a giant box. It that, was two dimes in a shoebox. Oh. <sighs> Life is just, I don't know what's going on right now. Do you think now. everything's weird? Everything is off. Huh. Nothing makes sense anymore. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm. Mystery candy.